This is a HeadGum Podcast. Jonathan Raylock, James III, Drum Milligan, What more can I say? What? First of all, use your mic voice. Uh, welcome to Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood, guys. Um, I'm Jonathan Braylock. I'm James the Third. Oh my God! And he's you are the mic. worst. <laughs> hey, man. hey man, so I went I went to the bathroom back there. And they said don't go back there. Good God, that bathroom Great. It smells so bad. Now my nostrils are awake. I'm here. Great. Now it's Rob Milligan, y'all. Now we're all a part of this. No, I want everyone to be a part of this experience I just had. <laughs> None of us want to be, though. Well, no, we're a team. <laughs> we're doing this. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, so for those of you who don't know, we are Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood. Uh, we have a podcast on the HeadGum Network. Um, we review films with uh, leading black actors, uh, and then we kind of talk about them in the context of race and how you know. Hollywood deals with race and also why there are so few movies with leading yeah. uh, black actors or people of color. Yeah. Especially a, a studio picture. That's, those are the films you try to yes. right, focus on because studio, I mean, you can get an indie. You know what I'm saying? You can get an indie. Basically, at the end of the day, uh, we have dollar signs in our eyes <laughs> at all <laughs> and, and, and we want uh, there to be dollar signs in the eyes of more black people. So. But it's not. But I feel like we talk about black people. But it's like we we've had episodes. We talk about like how many Asian leads have we had? How many like yes, women of, of color, color leads have we had? And it's like, hey man, we're running out of studio pictures. To be right. honest, that don't star Denzel, Will Smith, right? Denzel. Or Will, Will Smith. Smith. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Cause, I right. mean, we done, we did like two Will Smith we, movies already. We've done, we've, we've done two <laughs> Eddie Murphy movies already. We've Woo. done two Jamie Foxx movies already. <laughs> and we've done two Will Smith <laughs> movies already. Uh, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> uh, and people constantly request more of those. <laughs> like, we can't. We got to get somebody else in these um, streets, man. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we got to do a Nick Cannon one. Nick we Cannon do have to, be, to do a Nick Why do we boy. have to do a Nick No, Nick we have to. be the man back uh, in the day. He, drumline? Drumline? Un- the people like Drumline. Underclassmen? Drumline Under- made me want to go to college. No. <laughs> zero. Drumline got a Zero <laughs> cheers for underclassmen. Underclassmen, people were like, that's a movie. Why I didn't know this. say his best movie, man? Don't do that to him. What? Love Don't Cost a Thing? <laughs> all right. We had, we had to... T- but it's... First of all... Uh, Thank you guys for coming, um, and thank you to NYU Gallatin who uh, invited yeah, us here. Yeah, thanks for bringing us here. Yeah, so for Black History Month. For Black History Month. Why don't we thank get around? Thank yourselves pop? if you're not black and you're in the audience because you came out doing some support. Uh, Gerald likes to just thank white people <laughs> for just saying hello to black people. Listen, <laughs> think about it. How often is a white what person say how often, is a, how, how often does a white person say hello to you? No, no. What are you talking about? Oh, my mom oh, is no, white. No, no, my mom is white. Also, I'm talking to him. Let me go. No, no. Also, just how often do people just randomly say hello to you? <laughs> they should. No, no. No, what I'm saying is if you see somebody <laughs> say hello. I don't know, know what, what day and age you think you live in. I'm in 2000. You know what? Let's start. Man, let's start All this right. show. Okay. Man. Y'all okay. Know. We're here to review the film 12 Years a Slave. Now, oh, goodness gracious. What's wrong with Why? this? Why? Uh, is the, it's a slave movie. This is a t- yes, yes, absolutely. It's called 12, 12 Years, Years a Slave. A slave. <laughs> On the poster, he's running. It's a movie. 
He don't run away in the movie. Why he running on the poster? Well, he does. He does run. He, he, there he are got, times no, when there he are, runs. There's a there is a scene where he thinks about running, and there's and, and he, he very quickly stops. Yes, <laughs> on the poster. What do you see on the poster? The black dude running. Yeah, but it's but the it's he the symbol. The it symbolizes. He couldn't be writing. No, but it symbolizes he's running in a lot of ways. He's running away from himself. Mm. He's running away from the plantation. He's running right. away from. Love. He's love? running away. I don't know about love. <laughs> love, right? Because well, no, because well, okay, stop yeah, well, okay, you okay. stop it. Right okay, now. so first of all, I want to know just for us, how many people have seen Twelve Years a Slave in here? Is okay, great. Okay, Pretty, great. Wait, Everyone raised their hand it? for the who people hasn't that haven't seen it. That, that's <laughs> okay. It's yes, fine. It's fine. So we I, have a couple of people. Just just so you know, um, for the for those of you who don't, uh, the and for our listeners, the movie uh, was based on Solomon Northup, which is a real person. Who wrote? Who actually wrote a book, like an auto, uh, autobiography of this time in his life, where he was a slave for twelve years. Essentially, he was a free man. Though I'm, it doesn't really explain how he, if he was born. It was Terry Killiam's fault. No, well, no, 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 that's not. Um, da- okay. What is? What? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We, not, we didn't get there yet. You are so ready I'm to sorry, yell at white but, people. I'm sorry, we didn't get there yet. We yeah, they don't. They fault, don't explain fault, if he. They don't explain how it, he it, came to be a free man. How he came to be free, but he was free. He had free papers. Uh, oh, oh, you mean at the very beginning? Lived, yes, he yes. lived in the north. He was free, and then essentially he was kidnapped. He was drugged, kidnapped, and sold into slavery illegally. Which I mean, just the fact that slavery was legal. <laughs> yeah, but this, but, but just but, to be clear, this. But, that was illegal. What happened? But it was, it was it, actually illegal. What yes. happened to him? I mean, it was it was it was bad. But like technically, like back in those days, did people care? Like if he was to go to somebody, if he no, was to go well, to, they well, said I think like the whole point is that no, most no. people didn't care. That's why he was a slave for twelve, 12 years. years. Y'all ain't got to keep telling me the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I know what it is. He was twelve years. Uh, hold on, why it gotta be twelve years of us late? Why couldn't it be like That's what he my, wrote? He just he That's what Solomon after North up, the living real, the life that he lived, he was like, That's what I was. Twelve years of slave. Twelve years of slave. Um years so anyway, it's a real person. But the it's somebody that who had heard of Solomon Northup before the movie Twelve Years of Slave? One, two. Y'all educated. Three. Yeah, three, three. Three. Oh. three. Uh <laughs> And I'm guessing most people. I'd never. I've I never did heard of not him. know the story. And I'm guessing, and the director of this movie, Steve McQueen, also had not heard of Solomon yeah. Northup, according to IMDb trivia, which is kind of spotty at best. But if we yeah. are to believe it, uh, Steve McQueen was actually trying to write a script about a, uh, a man who was free and then sold into slavery, and he couldn't really write it. Or he was trying to write it, and then his wife was like. Hey, this is an actual thing that really yeah. happened. Stop and making him. stuff up. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't yeah. need. Yeah, like you have there's no need. Um, uh, cool. So the movie won Best Picture uh, for the Academy Awards 2014. Yeah, it was the best. Um, what was it, it? it won Best screen uh, scre- Adapted Screenplay. Adapted screenplay. Uh, John Ridley, who is who went to Gallatin apparently. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, shout Big out. Ups. Big ups. Shout um, out. And and I think it won like best costume design. Yes. And yes. Not, did it win one yes. other thing? Whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't. It, we it, don't it was know. nominated for best director for Steve McQueen. He did not right. win. Chatel Ijafor was also nominated for best actor. 
he did not win. And it won for Best Supporting Actress, Lupita, Lupita. Uh, Nyong'o. And, she, and that was her debut performance, actually, or f- her first cinematic performance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she won. And uh, so, yeah. And it's also, it happened to be the last time uh, people a of black color. Per- person of color was nominated for, not, <laughs> for acting. That's a fact. That's not even a thing that I'm. That's so just yes, like, and that was what, that was two years ago, and 14, for two right? years in a row, we've had zero. But you know what's going to happen next year, right? What's that? Birth of a Nation, the, the new slavery movie coming out. We all we all know I've, that I've, next year the new slavery movie will be nominated for an Oscar, right? Well, and it it's going to win because they're like, oh snap, we ain't have black people in like two years. We got to get one, and they gonna give it to the new slave movie. <laughs> I'm tired of slavery. You are movies. so mad. You're so mad about this. Thing, all right, here we go. He could. Okay, get, uh, what, two seconds. Okay, go. Go into it. That's what I'm saying. They couldn't have wrote a movie about a doctor who just happened to be black. Who, who wait, was, no. No, hit me who? out. Hit me out. Who was just struggling to figure out, oh, man, stress is happening. I have a drug addiction. I'm like, I'm going through complicated things, but I'm a doctor and get nominated? Do I got to be a slave every time? Every time I got to be a no, slave? I mean, no. No. Is the answer to that question. You don't have to be no. a slave every time. If, if we have <laughs> Birth of a Nation next year, then a pause for two years, and the next movie is that oh, would... Freedom Ring. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> losing my damn mind. Let Freedom but Ring. What, if, what if Freedom Ring is a really good movie though? <laughs> like, what if it's a really good movie and deserves oh to God. be nominated for an Oscar? Cool, 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 cool. For the listener, <laughs> Gerard is just staring. <laughs> he just there. he stared a hole in uh, myself. Okay, cool. So. Uh. So obviously this movie was very well received. It made 153 million dollars worldwide. Most of that was actually international, which is yeah. was it? Yeah, I and, I have to say this. What? I think it deserves all that money. Okay. It, it, I mean, I so these are your initial thoughts. Yes, yeah, so this thoughts is my first time seeing it, and you didn't see it in theaters. I didn't see it in theaters. Why not? I didn't. Why not? Yeah, because it was called Twelve Years a Slave, and I was like, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to see slaves. I legitimately didn't want to see another slave movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they make me sad. They make me feel like I'm gonna sink into myself and die. Um, so I did not see it. Right. And and I watched it today, and I was like, this movie is amazing. Hmm. I legitimately think that it is a great movie. That's not a bold thing to yeah, say. Yeah, that's, that's fine. No, I'm just that one best picture. You just said that like I, I, I'm, yeah, just, I'm just going to go against no, the tide I'm just, here. I'm scared of Gerard because not, he I'm just went on a tirade about how no, he doesn't. Listen, like. I'm not going to like crap on the movie. One best picture. It had a black director. It starred black people. I'm like I'm not going to like I'm not. I'm not going to like be like oh, but I'm gonna be like oh. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, why? All right, what were your initial thoughts? Is this your first time seeing it? This is my second time. Okay. My initial thought was I'm not watching this movie. It took me two days to watch this movie. <laughs> For I'm real? Gonna tell you, it did because I didn't want to watch time. it. The second time. Yeah. First time I saw it because I see it with, <laughs> I saw it the first time with my white friend. <laughs> I saw it with Dave because <laughs> we were like, oh, man, let's, let's experience this together. <laughs> don't know why. Don't know why that was good. Because that was awkward for both of us. <laughs> that was super awkward. We're like, oh yeah, Michael Fassbender. Oh man, he is rough. Anyway, second time I watched it. Second time I watched it, I stopped watching once Terrence Killiam came in and they were being nice to him, and I'm like, see, that's messed up. They put the nice white dude in here. He being all friendly. And I forgot Taron Killam was the dude who, like, tricked him and drugged him right, or whatever. Right, Taron Killam is, uh, uh, he's on Saturday Night Live. And I like him. Yeah. He's one of my favorite people on SNL. Yeah. I haven't watched SNL since. 
<laughs> you stopped watching SNL wait, wait, because of 12 Years a Slave? He was too good. He was too good. I need a week. I need a solid week before I can watch any clips with a minute. <laughs> because this is my thing. It's like, I thought the movie was great. I thought, like, honestly, man, I can't even say... <sighs> I can't say I thought it was great watching it the first time. Okay. The first thing, the first, my first thought, because I took notes. I never take notes. My first thought was, how come the woman who plays um, Liza, 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 yeah, Liza, got no recognition? She actually was a strong black woman who cared about her kids and who didn't want to give up a fight. Why? This is I, like, I, I, I totally. This, so there is a character. Just so there's a character yeah. in the film Liza. That's the one who was sold with Jafar, yeah. and she's, she is. She's separated from her children mm-hmm. um, in the in close to the beginning of the movie, in the first third the fir- of the movie. The first, the first slave time. Yeah, and she and there's a very powerful scene where she's just cry- weeping, weeping, and and Solomon is is upset that of her crying. He's like, "Stop crying!" And she's like, "I can't." She's like, "Would you let j- just let me weep for my children?" Yeah, and then she's like, "Do you not weep for your kids?" And the note I wrote was, oh, "Please don't kill me." The note was, "It's interesting that she got no love for playing a woman who cared." And Lapita got a lot of love for playing a woman who gave up. And my thing about that was, it's like, how come, wow. how come the black woman in the film who, like, like even, even Platt, for instance, was like, stop crying, stop weeping, stop whatever. And she's like, her kids were sold into slavery, right? Like, Platt's kids were still safe in the North. So I understand he still had fear. He's You're still calling Solomon Platt, by the way. Just to, no, 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 no. But they, his na- his slave name was Platt. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. His, that's his slave. Sorry, yes, don't yes. Really I keep saying it because that's what they. No, no, no. To I know. Yeah. I'm just just Sorry. clarifying. Platt. Solomon is named Platt by his slave. Yeah. So like the whole time he's like, "Stop crying, stop crying," and I'm like, "How come this woman, who t- to me technically had the scene when you see her kids get ripped away, and I don't have kids, but I know if someone dragged my mother away, I'm I'm about to lose my mind. Yeah. How come she got no love? So my. My Not, question for you is I hate to compare. No, no, no. So now my question for you is do you think that she only do you think that it was just uh, in uh after the movie the reception of the movie that she got no love or do you think that there's an element of the storytelling in the movie that she doesn't get love? I I because well, I, I was I was thinking of the after effect. To me is that thing of like <sighs> Man, to me is that thing of like sometimes you can get if you're a person of color um, you can get love for playing. What's the word? Like, I, I don't know the right word to say. It's like, like, like a, a, a not not a strong, not a strong, not a powerful person. Like every person, like yeah. for instance, if you're playing Martin Luther King, you're not gonna get nominated. But if you're playing a slave, <laughs> you probably will get nominated. Yeah, but see, I so what's interesting about that though is I think that the way that they show her even in the movie is she's not in the foreground. She's right. in the background. Almost, almost like until that scene until that, that they scene. that they really talk. We don't have any real backstory. You don't, her, even though she probably was also educated and abducted, right? It's yes, yes. well, yes. Yeah, I, I think, think all really those was. people were right, but but she is almost uh, scenery in the storytelling, like as as in like you know uh, this is something that and granted people slaves also wanted to die probably all the time too, yes, but the, but. She was kind of used as like a this is background, you know, like she's not really in the foreground. She's not, you know, it's it's a thing. And when and when when she's really going through it, it's like we're hearing this woman crying or uh, what's in the foreground is the, you know, is the deal that's being made. And what's in the background is like the truth of like this woman being ripped from her family. So right. I think that, yeah. it's, you know, I feel like she didn't get love because, 
you know, not only does she not get love in the reception, but it's also like in the way that the story's being yeah, told. Yeah, we spend more time with Lupita's character for sure, Patsy. And uh, so wait, let me just tell you, like I, when I saw this film, I saw this film with my, with my parents who are here. Where your parents at? They're right there. Hey! <laughs> What's up? Um, uh, so you decided to see it with your wife and thought that was a good idea. We were like, hey, uh, let's see it together as a family. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> what a great family movie. <laughs> Sit around. And I got to tell it's so funny because, like, I, I, I don't know why I wasn't, I don't, I wasn't mentally prepared to watch the movie when I first saw it. Like, I don't know why I didn't realize that I should be mentally prepared to step into it, but I saw it pretty early on. I saw it before, like, the real Oscar buzz kicked in. Like, we knew it was supposed to be a good movie, but, like, we saw it pretty early on, and I, like, came into being like, oh, I'm ready to watch, like, a really good film. And when it ended, I was, like, really upset. I, like, immediately was thinking about race. Like, I, I didn't come into the theater thinking about race, and when the movie ended, like, the first thing that I did was, like, look around to see, like, how many white people were in the audience, how many black people were in the audience, and, like, all, all of a sudden had that mulatto struggle of, like, am I black or white? <laughs> like, if I was in this movie, I'd be a slave. <laughs> and they, how am I supposed to feel? I right? know, how am I supposed to feel? to feel right now? And, like, all these things, like, ha- like fill my mind. And, it, and the first thing that I thought of was, like, was, like, did, did this movie bring healing? Like, did this movie... Or did it cause divisiveness? Like, and I, I just think that to me, it was like, I, I legitimately was like, I feel, I know it's like, we don't, we, we can never forget about these things, but there's, there was a, a way in which the film really indulged and, and, and that's to its credit, like it, it needed to, right? But because it indulged so much in the horrors of slavery, I like, it, it, it couldn't, I couldn't separate race, like, in today's age, you know what I mean? From that, yeah, and I was just like, man, this is, this is crazy. Uh, it was hard. And watching it again, I, it was, I didn't want to watch it again at all. Um, Can I make a confession right now? Go ahead. I didn't watch the last 30 minutes of this movie. <laughs> yo, that's messed up, yo. I could, so you, you didn't you watch cut. the last 30 so minutes I of the movie? It. You missed Lupita's whipping scene. No, I, I stopped. I, that's when I, is that you, third, I stopped at that. So when that I happened, you stopped. I literally was like, yo, I can't. The thing is, like, I, I, te- I was texting everyone, like, the second time I was trying to watch it, like, yo, I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't. The thing is, I'm now, try, like, I am physically. Because we've been doing well, a lot Gerard, of Gerard, I will Wait, say can this. I say, can I, yeah, can I go say ahead. one thing? Real quick. I'm, I'm with you. I was like, when I saw this movie, I was like, I'm tired. I like, why do we need this movie now? Do we need another slavery movie? But I also was like, I checked. I did some research. And I was like, how many movies about slavery are there really? You guys know there aren't that many. This is the thing, man. There really aren't. Like, big picture, big motion picture movies. Like, the last one was probably Amistad. Or you could say Amazing Grace, maybe. But, like, it's like we had Roots and we had Amistad. And that was enough for, like, decades. I mean, my For real, though. I think the... Think about how many Holocaust films there are. I think think the reason that it feels like it's a problem, at least to why I struggle watching them and why Dura is sick of seeing them, right? Is that like, and I didn't want to talk about this right now, but um, I just feel like for me, I've seen it and we, and, and I want, like you asked the question, like, do we need this right now? And it's like, it's almost like 
the movie it's like the movie just reminds me of the sad history that brought me to be sitting here right now right and i don't want to be reminded of that and and gerard doesn't want to be reminded of that and so like like i don't need it you know it's like i don't i personally don't need to see it that doesn't mean that these movies don't need to be made but i think that that's where that feeling comes the thing that's tough to me about it is like for instance when i look out right now everybody here i feel like i see asians i see whites i see blacks all sitting mixed up right and i think it's like to me this i need to see a movie like this like to me this is what i care about where it's like it's not a thing like it's not a thing i'm tired of being reminded because again we've been doing a lot of oscar stuff we've been talking about we just saw like race which is about race like you know selma it's like I'm, i'm tired of seeing like the struggle, right? Mm-hmm. I understand it exists. I understand that right now in these very streets, like black people, women of color are still going through it. You know, I want to see a movie, right? I just, I just want someone to make a movie where it's just a group of people having a good time, or even, even if yeah. they go, it's a or, group of or, people or, having or, a good time, or, 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 or a movie, <laughs> no, or a movie, no, no struggle. No, what about to say? What about to say? Or a struggle, but the struggle is more so about like them dealing with something they're working on. Like it's, it's like, like, a, like them, a missing cat. But yeah, something. You mean like, and they have <laughs> like, to go, like, they have to go on like. Somebody's cat goes missing. And they got to go, gotta and go and find the cat. They got to go on adventure. That's a subtle plug for Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, the, the reason the movie was so tough, because it's like, how many times have we seen battered down black people? Yes. Like, per- like yes. And now, outside, yes. outside of just, and maybe I'm taking out my like thing on like the world in this movie, but we think about the news. We think about, let's think about right now. Let's think about right now. Last night, we're taping this. Last night uh, was the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Last night, I, I, I like to check out Fox News, right? I like to check out, just see what people are talking okay. about. See what people are talking about. Last night, there was a riot, or whatever you want to call it, in Denver, right? People tossing cars and, like, tossing trash cans yeah. down the street. Like a sport. Have, like a regular old sports event. Right, regular old sports event, right? People going nuts. Yeah. People throwing do you cars know, Do you know yeah. one of the main things Fox News talked about? Beyonce's Beyonce. disrespect for police. So, hold on. Hold, Wait, hear, for real? Hear, hear, hear me on out. Fox News, hear me out. Talk- this is 2016, right? Beyonce had well, had a Super Bowl performance that I think was great, right? Yeah, it was, was incredible. Great. Everybody and knows he, that. And you know what they said? Everybody, Everybody knows it was better than Coldplay. Oh, Everybody, knows I, I, Everybody understands that. I want to uh, try. I want to try. Her, 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 her and Bruno Mars danced off. It was like everybody just jumped for joy. No, but no, I, yeah, I didn't, voluntarily. People were just I didn't like, see, oh, I didn't, I didn't want. They're like, Chris, like Chris Martin stuck his head in. He was I didn't want. I don't know any. Of, like, I don't but, know any of the things is, you're talking. The point is, is that you, we're going. You know why James doesn't know? Because he, instead of watching the Super Bowl, he watched Twelve Years a Slave. That was that was how I spent my <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. That was your decision, by the way. Uh, no, but I'm saying we live in that kind of world, right? Yeah. And it's like. It's hard for me to keep watching these movies where I'm like, the people who get nominated, the people who get awarded are like the subservient, like, like. Right. So, well, so let's go into it because let's go into the movie, right? Because this is the other thing. Solomon Northup uh, was a very, very well-educated man. Um, he could play the violin. He was mm-hmm. like a master violinist, right? Uh, which is what, which is what got him into the situation because basically Taron Killam and I, I don't remember the other actors' name. His name is James Tignos. James Tignos. Scott Tignos. McNary. Ah, there you Good go. Good job, James. So they're very Thank funny. Thank you. Jane, uh, Scott McNary and Taron Killam uh, approach Solomon Northup and they're like, "Hey, you're great at violin. We we run a circus." Uh, we're going to go to stop in D.C. We're going to play a bunch of shows. We'll pay you X amount of money. Can you come with us? He's like, I don't know, but his wife and kids are away because his wife has to go work 
at a at like a farm or something. Yeah, she right? goes every year. She goes every so year. every year. And uh, so he's like, yeah, why not? And he goes, and they have a good time. He basically they just drug him, and he wakes up in chains. Right. And from that point on, we basically follow a man who has to who very quickly realizes he needs to shut up and not talk back. Because if he does, he will get killed. And that one black and dude his, told him to. That one black dude was like, if you want to survive this, you need yeah. to be quiet. Yeah. And, and, and even, even before that, I feel like he, he realized, like, when well, he, first, he well, so, almost immediately, so they're just like, it's, you're not free. You and, are not free. And, he's like, and then yes, they I am. They beat, beat him. him. They beat him. And asked him what his name was. Like, well, yeah. The, no, that's later. But like, no, so yeah. when they beat him with that paddle and it broke, and they the guy came the back with broke, another one. And then they came up, and then he stopped, he stopped complaining. Then they're on a, uh, a slave ship that's like going towards the, more towards the south. Uh, and what's his name? I, I only remember Omar. Omar, Omar from the Wire. Yeah, Omar, from, Omar, the wire. Omar <laughs> from the Wire. Michael, Omar from the Wire. Michael Williams. Michael, Michael K. Williams. Yes. Michael his name K. is Williams. Omar, dude. Respect his name. Him. His name is, is Michael, Michael K. Williams. K. Williams. Respect him. <laughs> first off, first off, don't disrespect Omar like that, bro. What? <laughs> Omar walks around the streets with shotguns, and no one stops yeah. him. Yo. He's respected. Okay, all right. All right, you mess with him if you want. I will not say uh, that. Anyway, you mess with him if you uh, want. But basically, Michael K. Williams' character is like, we need to riot. And the other guy's like, no, we, we, we can't. Uh, Solomon Northup's like, I think we should. We, we have enough. Th- we have the numbers. We got the numbers. And then very, like, in, like, the quickest scene ever, he just gets stabbed but to it's, death and by be- basically just going like this, like, touching the guy's shoulder. It's not even the riot. It's like he it's doesn't even the try beginnings to break of a riot. It's not even – it's like – he tried to stop the woman from being raped. Yeah, yeah. He, he basically yeah. just like it, puts his hand on the guy's shoulder. He doesn't like forcibly move him or anything at all, and is immediately and he just stabbed. Immediately stabbed and killed. You know and what that says? You know what boat. that says to me? What? Try to protect your women, and you die. Yeah, well, that's yeah. exactly what it's, it's like, supposed to say to you. We should have watched Soul Plane. What? We should have. We should have watched Plane. Soul Plane. I want something happy, man. We are talking. All right. It's Black History Month. <laughs> Man, there wasn't no happy Black History movie. All right, I, <laughs> yes. I, I I'm not gonna engage in this no, part of the thing, conversation. Thing, All right, wait, but I wait. So see. so he gets so he gets that, and and that. I mean, I, I feel like it's 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 hard too, right? Because we're watching this movie where a man knows that he can't, you know, he has to be subservient, right? But w- w- what has he seen to show him he should try anything else? The only well, other person, right, who even attempts. Is immediately well. Okay, yes, but that's what the this is what I'm talking about. That's what the movie does, right? Yeah. Now, I didn't read the book. Maybe we all should have. <laughs> no, but I don't. But we're, we're but we're ba- we're working off the film. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I when I was watching the movie, it bothered me both times. Like, we don't see him resist. We barely see him resist. He so, resists in the in the and I understand that's the point. But like. His resistance is basically just surviving. Like, yeah. He's just like, I'm going to survive. So that was something that was weird about the movie for me. And, and I don't – and I'm not a historian, so I don't know this. But there were at least three or four times where, like, where uh, Solomon or Lapita uh, would say, like, no – like, literally <laughs> – like, he would run away from getting hit. Right. And it was like fine, and I was like, "How? I think how is that? Well, what I do? So, he was drunk. He that was dude like was so drunk. drunk. It was like, he was super drunk, and I think that the point was like he was so he would have he would have killed him. Yeah, in a but drunken then, stupor. But then, so yeah. so, but then even later when he's later in the movie when he's like when he calls uh, when he calls Ebbs Ebbs is that 
Michael Fassbender's character's name? When he says, like, you're sinning, what you're doing is sin, and he's like, nah. You know, like, or whatever it is that he says. I can't, but that feels like, as much as it's not running away or it's not what he does to Paul Daniels' character, like, beating right. him. Favorite scene that in the whole is movie. fighting back. That's like, that is, right, that's, that's the- that is more than what I would have ever expected to see someone do. Well, I, well, I think, I think mm-hmm. the thing is you have to understand, too, <laughs> people, the slaves are their property, right? Like, yeah. even if it's acting up, like, when you're, like, well, look, we just have to go there because that's how that's yeah, the, they are. Yeah, the slaves no, no, are the no, no, That's man, the mindset that these people work, right? Yes. Like, they are looking at slaves like horses, like literal machinery. You know what I mean? Yes. When your horse acts up, you don't just kill it because if you just keep killing horses, you're going to run out of money and it's not financially doesn't make sense. Yeah, but so, if, like you but tolerate I'm, well, I'm not saying though that certain amount. you want him to die? No, well, I'm not no, saying that, no, I'm it, not saying that I want it dry so mad. I'm not saying that I want him to die. I'm saying that I looked at it and it it confused me. I didn't understand. I, I think that's, it's, and that seemed like that seemed like fighting back. Line? Yeah, that, that is wouldn't that be wouldn't that be crossing a line if if uh if you are someone's property and they say you know, I can't relate to this. I don't know. What, I'm, I'm asking the question. I'm asking. No. Hypothetically. No, fuck you and that smug look you got in your face, man. Fuck you. I'm talking about my opinion, all right? I, I, I think that that is yeah. taking a stand. That's all I'm saying. Right, right. I'm not saying that he deserved anything else. I'm saying, you know, for, for and, and being as eloquent as he was and and being as all, all of that right. is is going against what everyone told him to do right don't don't act like you you know what i mean he but see but i think, and he, I think, and I think the point to, and he I, has yeah. to i think he i think he toes the line between what i can do it can get away with and can't get away with and sometimes he pushes he pushes it too well, far well i don't think it's like even pushing it. i think it's that those moments of like you take a person who's free who can talk they're going to slip up. It's that simple moment of like sometimes like you shouldn't talk back to your boss, and it's like oh you slip. It's like to me it's like he wasn't necessarily taking a like. To me it wasn't him going against I guess his master if you will. It just felt like a moment of like no man that's that's dumb because even even the moment where the guy is drunk right the master's drunk, like he even tries to defend himself like no man you're just drunk you're just doing this he's trying to defend himself very quickly because he realizes Cause he, he has riled this hand. guy up he was like the guy him. cut yeah. his shirt so it's like yeah he said something but he was so quick to like wait 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 I, I know what i just did i didn't mean to do that so i don't think he was like purposely trying to stand against him i think the paul dano scene he was and was it's the only and, time to and, and every time it happened it was it i you know i questioned what the lines were this this movie this movie to me was the most is the most confusing representation of slavery that I've ever seen because because of that because of and and I think that this is something that is to the testament of the movie Hmm. that like it it shows how the weird lines you know like like there's a there's a point point in it where Solomon says that um, says that uh, Ford Benedict Cumberbatch's character is like a is a good man, which I think we're supposed to think he's yeah, a good man. Yeah, yeah. But like, no, that's because yes the, yes the woman. No, what does right? Liza? What does well, Liza say? Let's, let's talk. Let's talk about the first scene that we see him, and I think that's the best scene representation of that and the idea of. And I think we can extrapolate like people who are in their minds they think I'm a good person but they don't stand up to injustice. You know what I mean? So, like, essentially, Benedict Cumberbatch comes in, 
he's there like it's at a slave auction right there's all, all these people they're like walking around like literally like they're looking at art pieces like that are yeah, near man. the walls they're just like oh okay that looks nice or whatever and he um Paul Giamatti yeah. patting people on he's the like, chest Paul, yeah, strong. Paul, yeah Paul Giamatti uh, is I mean Paul Giamatti was great in this movie just playing like this awful yeah. slaver and yeah. he uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's character uh, is like I want you know Solomon and I want what's her name in um, the, li- is my saying wrong is Liza? it Liza Liza Eliza Eliza, Eli- so Eliza? He wants Solomon he wants Eliza Eliza says please don't I have these two kids take uh, my two kids with me take my two and kids and the and another person puts a bid on her son and so he's like look I run a business I'm not going to give this property away for free either you want this woman or you don't and Benedict Cumberbatch is like come on man have a heart and well Benedict like, tried to have get a the heart kids. I know money yeah and so Benedict Cumberbatch is like all right cool just fine I'll take the woman so he basically it's like he has like he has something in him that and he even says it later in the film like nobody can do this without kind of like killing a bit of humanity inside of them yeah Eliza has a good point when she's when she says to Solomon I'm a, I would work better for you no no she also like later on like uh when Solomon tells her to stop crying stop crying and he's like, uh, what's the guy's name? What's Michael? I mean, um, um, whatever that slave owner's name is. I forgot his name at the point. Yeah. Benedict but he's like, he's a good Benedict man. He's a good man. And she's like, he's a good man. He's a slaver. He's a slaver, right. And yeah. she says repeatedly, do you think he cares about your struggle? Tell him and see what he does. And you know what happens when Solomon says, hey, hey, I, I'm, I'm a free man. I'm a free yeah, man. Yeah, he says, don't tell anybody. Don't tell that. me. Don't tell me. Don't, don't tell, tell me. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. He, yeah, it's like, don't tell anybody. He's, and in fact, he says... He says, you're remarkable, and that's going to get you into trouble. Ooh, ooh, that reminds me of one thing. This, <laughs> no, no. This it's movie, true. That's what happened. So, like, right? That is the, ooh. What? This movie and Django um, both call, like, the lead black men ex- exceptional Negroes, right? Right. Like, that's what he kept calling them. Like, man, you're, you're, def- you're an exceptional Negro. Right. You're an exceptional Negro. Like, it's a surprise. Like, it's like it's a surprise that, this, like, you right. can read. But, man. Okay, I'm not going to go into <laughs> Man, okay, I'm trying to be calm. Right, Y'all which keep is going. the world of Y'all this keep movie. going. Y'all keep going because, man. So, exceptional I, Negro. Man, I should. I, you know what's so crazy is that we live in a world today. No, I'm going to keep relating it back to what's happening now because y'all made me watch this movie. There was an analyst that called Cam Newton boy last night. He called him no. a boy. So, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. He called him a boy. So he he was, called, I don't care. He said boy. He tweeted boy. B O Y. Yeah, okay, he said, that's he a grown ass said, man. He basically said something to to the effect of like, uh, you can't because people were after the Super Bowl after he lost. You know, you have to do a press conference, and Cam Newton kind of went back to what he usually does, which was like kind of was pouting, didn't really say anything, and kind of just shrugged his shoulders, and then he basically walked off like before he was supposed to. And some people gave him crap for that. They were like, "You need a man up," and this guy, instead of saying "man up," which is you know maybe a sexist term anyway, he said, he's, he called him like a boy. He was like, stop acting like a boy. He, no, no. What, no, was the, what did no. he say? What was the exact I mean, tweet? The exact quote was like, you got blah, blah, blah. It was a, it was a tweet, technically. Sorry, yeah. it was a tweet. He some, didn't, some, he didn't some, say comma. comma. No. It, was, it was. No. It was. That's what it got. It was comma boy. What, actually, it was, was comma, comma boy. boy. It was comma, it was comma boy. Comma boy. Comma boy. Wait, who has a tweet? 2016, he called him a boy. If I, man, if we talk about he this goddamn comma slave, boy? Comma boy. Comma boy. Go ahead and talk about y'all. Go back to the slavery movie. So, no, but so, so it's interesting that you bring it back That's to today, up. right? Keep, I'm going to keep think, bringing it back. Well, no, because I think that there are, there are a couple moments in the movie that I think resonate 
very strongly for stuff that's happening today. Uh, one of them is that scene where uh, where um, what's the, what's the name Eliza and Solomon are yelling at each other, trying to figure out the way to exactly the way to proceed. Right, uh, that feels a lot about like what we are doing with the podcast, literally talking about what is what do we want to see next. Yeah, yeah, An- yeah. Another one though is the moment when he's uh, hanging. Yes. And um and it goes on for it's what like a 5 yes. minute. So basically he sequence. beats Paul Dano's character. Uh, Paul Dano is um works for Benedict Cumberbatch. He's an overseer. He's an overseer. Um and all, he Paul Dano doesn't like Solomon because Solomon is smart. Is, is smart. an exceptional and, and is allowed Negro. and is allowed to be smart under Benedict because yeah. it's helping his farm and helping his business and so he's allowed to be smart and paul daniel does not like this of right. course he's because he's clearly smarter than he is and so basically he gives him an absurd task to do and then and then says that he didn't do it right even though he did and then he tries to beat solomon and i think solomon was feeling pretty like high on himself he was, yeah he was not he was. gonna he let was that feeling like down. a free man <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he's st- and he was like i'm not gonna you're not gonna beat me and he takes him and he just beats paul dano and essentially um paul dano comes back with two other people they string him up then uh another guy comes out he says you can't kill him until benedict cumberbatch comes back but he doesn't cut him down he kind of just lets him dangle there and he has to with on his tiptoes in the mud you know, it's a very powerful scene. Yes. And, it and it everyone comes out and watches minutes. it. Yeah, everyone comes out and watches him. And then I think Liza gives him a little bit of water uh, as he's hanging. Yes. She, she. What do you think about? What so it- the way, the reason that that resonated for me for now, right, is because, so, and this is like grand conjecture that I'm doing right now, but there are people being, killed in the streets right mm-hmm. there's like a sort of it, and it happens time and time and time again right and every time that happens there is a call to action right there's a call to action there's a there's a hashtag on twitter there's a there's a protest you know that you can go to there are all these things right but it is also a thing that happens right so like right now, like right now, you know, the state of the world, and it feels this way. Again, grand conjecture, but we're walking around, we're playing, we, we see children playing, but there is also people that are hanging from their necks that are getting by, and it's, 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 okay. it's, it's okay that it's happening. Right. We want to do something. We want to give the water, but... What should be happening, right? And 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 uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character talks about it in Django. Why don't they kill us, right? Every single one of those people could rise up mm-hmm. and change everything, right? But it doesn't happen. Do you know who are proposes you, that question you, in this movie? Do you remember it? Like Leo did it in Django, but the black guy. Um, oh, I wish I was knew this character's name. He's uh, one of the black guys uh, who was taken, and when he got off the ship with. Um, with um, Solomon, his master was there to get him back. In the bottom, when um, Omar, calling that man Omar, when Omar is like, we need to revolt, this guy says, is, he says, Oh, um, he's like, he's, he's like, like they're, they're all a bunch of niggas. They're he's all like, niggas he's like, they're yes. all niggas. Chris, we have no Chris one to Chunk help us out. Yeah, he's like, because they're all, no they were born slaves 
and they don't they they don't have they don't have the they've been beaten into they've been beaten. Yep. Yeah. they've been made to believe what the white people are telling them which is they are subservient and not human right so he yes. so it's so funny because like leo said in the one movie but in this movie it make they make sure that you know that the educated black dude says that the rest of these black dudes are worthless. Totally. Yeah. And that is absolutely, you're absolutely right. Yeah. That absolutely happens today, right, in our education systems, right? Like where people yeah. are told, they're made to believe before they even realize what has been projected to them, they're made to believe I'm dumber than this person who is white besides me just because I'm black and they're white. And like I, I can try it as hard as I can. I can maybe get to a certain point, but... You know what I mean? It's like we're there. It's been it's been shaped in our history so much and ingrained so much in our society. I think, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe this film is necessary. I don't know. It, but it's it is a here's the here's I do want to talk about this point, though. Here's why one of the reasons I don't I didn't feel the film was necessary at, at the moment, which is we are at a point in today's society where people who are outright racists like these kind of racists are like they're they're clearly there right donald trump is like everybody come out uh but like, they're there you know what i mean <laughs> they're like come on out we can do it in the, I got the oxen free uh, <laughs> but uh <laughs> come to me uh no but they're they're out there but like most most people I, I i think i can say right most people are not operating from that standpoint but there is racism that is ingrained into, into our society and into us as human beings as we grow up so like i feel like people watch this movie and they go yeah see and now we have a black president so Ooh. racism is over Ooh, you know what in. i mean tag like in. i feel like people look at this instead of instead of going back you raising your hand instead right of now? going <laughs> back and thinking yeah well, i'm gonna tag you in a second, one, one <laughs> second i'm gonna tag you in i feel as, instead of people going back and looking like man look at how bad it was that makes sense why it's still not okay today, which is what they should, the connection they should be making. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. this really wasn't that long ago. You know what I mean? It's like, they should be making that connection, but instead the connection they're making is like, oh, see how far we have come? That means this is, this is bad. I'm not this guy. I'm not even Benedict Cumberbatch. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. wouldn't own slaves, so I'm good and I'm not racist. Yes. Woo! You know what this movie <laughs> is? You know what this movie is? This movie, The Help. All right. These movies aren't made. <laughs> Good we job. had a course of black women who just went, mm. Movies like this, movies like this, I feel like one of the reasons you're saying, like, you feel like it, it wasn't necessary. Yeah. Or, because this movie wasn't made for people of color. This uh -oh. movie was made for people to be like, like what you said. It's made for, like, you know, maybe my white people in the Midwest who don't know too many people of color who are like, but you know what? I'm not bad. Like, you know what? They listen to rap, but they still good people. This is for them to what? feel like, hold on. This is for them to feel <laughs> good about themselves. You don't this, think is, this, is for, this is for them to watch this movie, right? Right. And just say, it's like what you just said. Oh, man, this is messed up. Thank goodness I'm not that person. Right. But in, in, in actuality, it's like, hey, these movies, these type of things where we keep showing, like these studio pictures, right? These studio pictures that are getting backed are showing people of color in such a beaten down state that we don't see powerful people. We don't, we don't have images for kids who maybe have never seen a black person to see, oh, this black person invented like the street light. This black person did this. You know what this shows them? Oh, hey, this black person was a slave. I knew they were slaves. Like I've read about this in, in American US history class. I see it now. Right, right, right. I get it. So and you know what? Those white people were messed up. But you know what? I'm not that bad. 
I'm tired of making people feel good about themselves. Right. So wait, here's, right. My, here's my thing, though. I don't think that's what Steve McQueen intended, right? That's definitely not what... I don't think that's what... You thought he made this movie for... I mean, I think he made it for everybody. I don't think he... I don't think he... He definitely didn't intend to make this movie so white people would feel good about themselves. You don't actually think that, right? I, this is what I think. Okay. <laughs> this is what I think. I was brought up... I knew about black history, mm-hmm. right? I knew black people were slaves, right? Right. I knew that... <laughs> I knew that, you know, my grandparents grew up in a time where, <laughs> Lily, I remember people grew up in a time where this room would never have existed. Right. This is 50, 60 years ago. Right, right. right. Se- I know this. Right. I know this. Do I need to see a movie that reminds me of this? No. I'm going to take a while because I know it. Maybe there are other African Americans that don't know it, but to me, this isn't education for me. This, um, this movie, so here, this movie. I think, I don't think that it's that it was made to make white people feel good about themselves, but I think that that is a direct reason why movies like this get promoted and get awards and get accolades because uh, I think that people look at that and they see it, they're moved, right? But also, that's something that like I think that people, they say, oh, I get that, I get that, but I also get that I am not that, and great. Uh, you know, here's your like... Here's your here's your award. Right. Here's your thing. Well, the Oscars love like heavy films and you know movies about war and the Holocaust and slavery. Like they just that's just the movies that they like. They but like here's here's something that I wish the film had done. I will say this: the film does a great job of portraying the theme of the human, like the survival of the human spirit. Right? He survives. He like is like I'm going to I'm going and he actually doesn't give up hope because that's what happens to Lupita's character. She gives up hope. There's no hope. But to be fair, there is no hope for her. He actually had a hope to hang on to, which was he was already a free man. You know what I mean? But some people give up hope completely or sink into despair like Eliza does. Right? He was like I'm not going to do that. I'm going to survive because I know there is a better life ahead for me if I can somehow manage to get out of it. And I think the show, it shows him getting beaten down, but I wish it showed, I wish the film showed how being a slave for 12 years affected him more than just physically, right? He comes back, and the last scene we see is him saying, I'm sorry for my appearance. And so it immediately made you think of like, okay, he's, he's been beaten, so he must have scars, he's got scars on his back, and all this stuff. But what what must it be like for people to continually tell you you're not human? You know what I mean? Yeah. For somebody who is extremely well-educated, and then for 12 years of their life, they're not allowed to be educated because if they do, they will get killed. You know yes. what I mean? Like, does that – what How? What does so that do for mentally me, for somebody? For me, the, the last 30 minutes of the movie, Gerard, that you did not watch are the most interesting parts of the movie to me because in that we see – we see the moment where, you know, he, he realizes, oh, I can, this person is inquiring about my, wait, uh, I can, I can, I can do this. I can talk to you. I can, oh, oh God. Okay. Uh, these are all the things that are true. Oh my God. Th- I, I know that guy. I'm going to go, I'm going to go hug. And, and, and all, all the while Michael Fassman is saying, no, this guy's my property. And he's like, wait a minute. And I uh, no, I'm not, I don't have to listen to him. I'm a human. I, I can do. And that, that story is so interesting. Then he goes home. And the first thing he says is, "This is not the last thirty minutes, dude. This is no, the no, last, no, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm. Eight. Uh, this is the la- yeah. It's the last. It's the last. It's, la- like it's the last like five. Oh, hold on, hold on. I got a response. It's the last. It's the last ten. Okay, okay. It's the last ten. But that was 
that was what I watched in the cab on the way here, the last 25 or so. What are you doing? And it was the most... How are mo- you guys watching movies, by the way? I Do you it on my, not sit down and watch a I movie it on all my the way through? I watched it on my That's laptop. That's what you're supposed to do I hey, it on my when laptop. you watch hey, a movie. Hey, I've seen this movie before, and I got tired of seeing black all people right, get right, beat. Right, right. No, but wait. So, no, but... So, so excuse th- me. But then, but then this happens. But then this happens. At the end, they go, words come up on the screen that are like, yeah, this is what Solomon did after he was a slave. And it was like... He was an abolitionist, and he, yeah, of course he, he, was. he, he, you know, but and 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 he and he, I mean, and he took all these people to court, and they all got off, but he took them to court, and also it's a mystery how he died. A whirlwind of interesting things happen at the end of this that are not just a black guy getting beaten, exactly. But what they decide I've to do is throw it in yes. at the end, and I think that that's that that's what part I'm is so right, yeah. exactly. That's what that's why, that's right. why I, bring it. I think that that part is so interesting, and I think that that is a story. That I would have loved that's, to have watched, and that's what yeah. upsets me yeah. most about the movie as a whole. And here's it: like, I again, I don't want to sit here and be like, "This is a bad movie." It's not. It does what it sets out to do, but I'm wondering why we still feel like the thing that we have to set out to do is just show, like, draw is clearly angry about I'm a black body just getting beaten down, and it's and it's and it's still about the bot. Body. You it's know a what I body. Mean? It's the like we body. Don't really, there are moments and we get like some cool scenes where we get to see him be smart and all this stuff, but we don't get to see the degradation of his intelligence. We don't get to see mentally how it's really affecting him, him really? Out, out, other than other than like his scene with Brad Pitt where he's like, it would be like I, he's so desperate, but it's like an air of desperation and it it's 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 not really reflective of do you do you even know what it feels like? To be somebody who is intelligent, who is almost, if not more intelligent than the people who are lording over me, and I have to pretend like I'm this dumb dude, and I have to not talk, and if I do, I get beaten. So we have to talk about Brad Pitt's scene. Hold on, no, let me get, before we get, right, before, right. we, before we get to the white savior in the movie, because um, that's what he is. And producer, and co-producer. <laughs> of course he got that role. Anyway, um... The one thing I did notice in this movie was I wish we would have saw more of like Solomon's connection to the other slaves, right? Like I know they had Lapita, but like like you're saying, like he's now yeah. thrusted in this world because early on in the movie, before he gets captured, um, he takes his wife to a store, and in that store, there's an indentured servant, right? A black dude just on the street mm. with with his master, and this black dude is so enamored with the thought of like this black man and his family dressed in a fancy suit. He had his hat, and he's going into the grocery store by himself, right? This black dude wanders off and goes into the grocery store and just stares at him, right? Until his his owner, whatever you right, want to call it. Right, but and we and it's all and the movie also sets it up to for us to think he is another educated black man because the store owner comes up to him and he's like, "Hey sir, what would you like to buy? Yeah. We have this and we have that." And then and then and then the the slave owner comes in. I, I, um, or I whatever the guy is. I don't know what's like, I feel like he was a ditcher servant. He was like an ditcher servant been I feel because like. right he he couldn't have been a slave. Cuz he was in the yeah, North. I feel like he had to be a ditcher servant. Yeah. But I don't know what do you call the what do you call your boss? Like his boss, I guess, came <laughs> in. I don't know. We'll just don't, say he was asleep. I don't know. Like, he, I don't know how that works. Like, that's what yeah. the movie made it seem yeah. like, for sure. Yeah. But to me, it's like, so you see this happen, right? You see you see uh, the white store owner come back and give like Solomon a nod. Not, Solomon looks up, gives him a nod back. And it's almost like, to me, how I took it is like, uh, just another one of them, you know? And then later on, when Solomon is taken captive, he's on the ship, and his friend... I wish I would remember that character's name. His, his, his owner's there, and he runs off, and he's screaming for him. Like, come, you know, help me out. Get me. 
And uh, I remember at the end of the movie when Solomon's about to leave, we see Lapita's character, and she's doing the same thing to Solomon. Like, screaming for him to, like, to like just, just say something for me, try to get me out of here, too. And he does the same thing the black dude did to him, right. which is, like, look at her You're and just keep own. moving, right? Yeah. And to me, it's like, what, what is that connection... Like what? What does that say about how Black people feel about each other, right? Like or do, today, like, right? Like today, like do we do we help? Like do we help each other? Mm. Like what? Like what kind of what kind of image is that saying about us? I know it's like I may be thinking too much into this, but what, what is that saying? Well, like, it, we didn't help each other. It was a divide like, and conquer method, right? That's what you do. You make people care only about themselves because of fear. If they banded together, they would all die yeah. so they literally was like and that was the that's the whole movie right to tw- you know I mean, like solomon is the- like i have, have to look after me if i look after this other person i'm gonna die and they're gonna die so right. let me just look after me and yeah. that's true that i think yeah. that does happen i mean i to, think in communities I, today i think it does happen today and it's and it's hard too right because i i'm not gonna be the one to say like we need to just have a revolution right now but it fe- but in watching this movie there were moments that was one of them and the moment i mentioned before that made me feel like it's like yeah like we should all have we should all be fighting more you know um I, and so the other thing i want to mention is um before we get to brad pitt <laughs> you talk about lapita because before brad pitt okay okay I mean, you can go first. But can no, we no, talk no, about, talk about Lapita Lapita I, I just wanted to say, like, in uh, what you said, we we don't have him interacting with slaves that seem to be less educated than he mm-hmm. is. Like, Lupita seems to be, like, very ex- exceptional, right? These exceptional Negroes. It's like Lupita. We have Eliza. We have, um, oh, goodness. What's the woman who married, or not married, but seems to be, like, the, when they have, like, tea and... Oh, the bis- mistress? Yes, the oh, mistress. Oh, uh, mistress uh, Shaw. Uh, mistress Shaw. You know, Wood. We have Mistress Shaw, and we have, you know, Omar and the other guy on the boat. <laughs> Omar Epps. Oh, no, not Omar Epps. Omar. His name is Omar. Did Omar have a last name on the wire? <laughs> no, did he? Did Omar have a last name? We are not talking about the wire. Now we're, we're calling Michael K. Williams Michael Omar Michael K. Epps. Williams. No, no, no. I was calling him Omar. His name is Omar on the wire, but does Who Omar plays, have a last name? He plays name? a character in this. His name Man, is Robert. <laughs> His name was Robert? His name is Robert. His name was not Robert. His name is Robert. No. Is that ever said? I don't know if it was. No way. They wrote that. That man's name was not Robert, man. I just wanted to say, though, so we have Michael K. Williams. We have Tutel Ijafor, right? And we have Lupita. Yo, his name was Robert. Okay. (laughs) We have some of these characters, but most of the names, if you look at the poster for 12 Years a Slave, it's mostly... It's still mostly white actors. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Giamatti, and, and, and Brad Pitt, like, Michael Fassbender. And it was like, you know, Paul G- Yeah, where you go. Paul Giamatti, right, Michael Fassbender. You have Brad Pitt. You have... Um, uh, Karen, Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch, Taron yeah. Killam. And you have all... So it was still... Because I know this... One of the reasons people were like, oh, the reason this film is necessary is because it's told through the eyes of... Um, like, the, the lead is a black man, whereas, like, something like Amistad... It was told through Matthew McConaughey. It's kind of told through Matthew McConaughey, even though Root and I guess people don't count Roots because it was like a TV movie. But um, so and I Roots was, too. I, I didn't. But I don't. But do you do you feel you know what I mean? Like, do you feel like there wasn't enough time, right, to vote I into feel, Eliza? I feel like it there wasn't. wasn't there. Like, I remember Lupita's role being so strong when I saw it. I I honestly because I remember when she got nominated, I was like, oh yeah, because I remembered her from the movie. I didn't know her name at all, and I, but I remember her being great. But then rewatching, and I was like, she actually doesn't have too much to do in this movie. Oh, can I ask you a question since you yeah. bring it up? I'm going to step away from John when I say this. 
You brought up. Oh, an, no, no, because I'm scared you might. What are you doing? I'm scared you might yell at me. <laughs> so you brought up in an episode, right? Like we we talked about, like no, no, no. You got protect. Why are you, you gotta crouching? <laughs> no, y'all don't understand. Jonathan Braylock is abusive. Okay, don't <laughs> so believe it. So make sure. No, look, no, but seriously, you brought up like we were talking about it, like off, like not on podcast. We talk about like um, Revenant, right? And like uh, oh, Leonardo snap. DiCaprio. Like, he plays a person who's cold, and a lot of times people are like, oh, my goodness. I he- can't believe you're bringing this up. Do you want to? No, no, no. I only, only bring it up because I have a question because I'm like, is, is it the same thing? I have thing? a note. Because my question is because, like, oh, my God. Because Lapita is playing such a abused character, right? The question was, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio is getting all this love for playing somebody who is, like, cold, going through a lot of things. And we're like, oh, of course he's doing great because he's cold in real life. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course he's going to do good because he's a dude who's cold. (laughs) Now, my thing is, if you're an actress and you're playing someone who is literally every time you're on screen, it's, like, getting beat, getting, like, tortured. Is it the thing of, like, oh, of course she would do good at this because that is what you're physically being put up. So, like, is there a big difference? Well, here's my difference. Because Lupita has a scene, has a monologue scene where she... It's it's one of the best monologues like on screen I think where she's asking to kill, Solomon kill. to kill her. I thought that's the one. That uh, I was and to. and she has another one with Michael Fassbender's character where she was like, "I'm just getting soap. I pick 500 pounds a day. I pick more than every single person here. I deserve to be clean." And there's like a very powerful scene there. So she has these two scenes. Yes, it's like. It it gets it gets the attention drawn to it because of that, but then she also has like those acting moments to back it up. My, I'm sorry for people here who love the Revenant and love Leo in the Revenant. Oh, I trying, love Leonardo DiCaprio. I wasn't even thinking like, about that. To me, though, the more and I wrote this, I wrote down. I to me, Leo's role is more like Chattel's role in this, where even though Chattel Ijefor had more had more, I think, acting moments than Leo gets to do in the Revenant. To tell Ijefor's character is beaten a lot in this movie. And it's like, to me, it was like one of those things where it's just a man who's surviving. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Leo is going to win the Oscar. So Tuell Ijefor was never going to win the Oscar. I, I would, well, oh. Yeah. He wasn't. He I wasn't. Not that. in that race. He was never a front runner. I would say this also to, uh, in line with what you're just talking about. Because I had that in question in the back of my mind, too. I think that she also, she had to act those moments as well like like leo is cold because it's however many degrees it is outside right but (laughs) right but like but but she has to be whipped but she's not being you know what i mean she's not being whipped she has to she has to also translate that you know what i mean she has to also navigate what that would be like for her and and then and then, like what you're saying, those moments also mm, connect okay. to those yeah. to those deep scenes that she has. Um, okay, let's talk about Brad Pitt. Okay, so All Plan right. B was the is the uh, production company. It's Brad Pitt is part of uh, <laughs> one of the owners of that production company. And here's the thing: he he said because people did criticize him for being in the role of the the one guy who like doesn't believe in slavery and winds up saving in a way uh, Solomon. He says, like, I had to be in the movie because they needed to sell it. He's like, he didn't want to be in the movie, but for them to get it sold, they were like, you need to be in it. So he put himself in that role because it was a small role. That's his excuse. What? Javaz, I'm saying, I'm saying, Paul Giamatti's role was pretty small, too. I was going to say, Paul Giamatti's role was small. I mean, my thing about, my thing about the movie is, is that this is one of those movies where I'm going to compare it to The Help again. Is that someone 
a white person always tries to help out, right? It's at the end of the day, like no matter how which much, which isn't a bad thing. Which no, no, it's not a bad thing. But the thing is, like, it's kind of like all that fighting, all that education is like you still need. <laughs> to me, it's like no matter how smart, no matter how educated you are, you still need a white person to be like, oh, you know what, you, I got your back. You know what I'm saying? Because think about it. How many other educated slaves were probably on that same plantation? You know, it had to be another one, right? It could have been. Peter. And it's like, I'm going to help you out. You're the one. And it's like, I'm tired of this movie where it's like, it's the savior. It's like, it's a savior. Technically, I almost thought it was going to be two, but I forgot that, because, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch kind of was helping him out, but then at the end, he was like, I sold you to someone else. It's like, no, he, he had his gun to defend him. So it was like, it was weird. It was a very weird Kind of like, I liked you, but only until I needed you kind of thing. I'm tired of these white saving movies. I'm tired of movies like, what is it? Dangerous Minds, where she goes into the, the project. <laughs> you know, I'm going to teach the kids how to do math. I'm like, come on, man. I got to watch The Blind Side, where it's like Sandra Bullock. Oh, this black kid, he, need, he, he needs help. He needs help. You know <laughs> I mean, what I'm going to do? I'm going to help him is, out. Is that those characters are the main we're seeing the story told through their eyes, and this one care. we're seeing story. I don't care. All right. When, when's, when's, when's the last time you seen a movie with the black teacher going to the suburbs to get people to stop doing drugs? How many movies have we seen of that? You telling me? You telling me there's not one black teacher in Santa Barbara stopping a kid from doing coke? <laughs> um, get the fuck out of here! Not I do one. A, can I do a quick plug, real quick, to a sketch I did in college where I played the black teacher that goes to the white school? Y'all gotta look it up. It's called Black Teacher Dumb White Kids. Look it up. I mean, my thing is, there's gotta be a teacher somewhere who, you know what? You tell me there's no. We all we all have seen the the, the, the teacher. What is it? Serving love. Serving love. To serve coming love, from, that's a movie? Coming from Jonathan's parents. No, no, but I, I need to know that. Sidney Portier. Oh. Oh, my goodness, yes. Go look at this movie. Because Everybody go seen, watch To Serve to With serve Love. love. <laughs> because I know we all seen recently that viral video of, like, the great. teacher in Atlanta, the principal who's, like, hip-hop dancing with the kids, and everybody's like, oh, my God, we got to get this teacher money. We got to get this teacher money. You telling me there's no Puerto Rican teacher somewhere teaching some, some white kids about who gives a fuck? Something? Something? He don't get an award or a grant? Or a grant? He don't get a he grant? Get, people are like, oh, we got to donate to this school in Atlanta. He dancing with the kids. I'm like, it's cool he dancing with them, but shit, can they read? Can they read? Do we know what the SAT scores? Fuck, I know they can dance. They from Atlanta. That's what they do. Can they read? Ain't no one has told me yet can these kids read. But you oh, know what? Man. They dance three times on the news. Come on. I can't. I mean. Yeah, James, we back. We back. (laughs) All right. Great job. Ah. It's um, it's, it's time for the worst. No, no, but hold on. Okay, okay. I'm having some difficulties. I'm having some difficulties. (laughs) Collective groans for people who know what's coming. Okay, okay. You go ahead and set it up. I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to think. Am I? I'm going to. Exp- I have to explain this segment. You got to explain it. All right, I'll, I'm I'll try my best. So we have a segment. <laughs> we have a segment called the swirl. But can we tell how we started it though? Well, we started it because most films, in fact, almost every film up until Focus, mm-hmm. um, uh, 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 where there were no films where a black. Okay, a male, Spe- very specific. Very specific. Very specific. Where a black male. And a white woman have sex on screen, and it's not about race. Focus 2015 is the first time yeah. that that happened. I know a lot of people are like, what about Guess Who's Coming? First of all, there's so many movies where they don't have sex at all, yeah. even though 
they clearly are having sex in the movie. Like, guess who's coming to dinner? Yeah. Blazing Saddles. There's a, we, yeah, because yeah, basically like, what happened was we were doing um, Beverly Hills Cop. And for people who know, Beverly Hills Cop was written for Sylvester Stallone. And in that movie, there was, there was a love scene. There right? is a love scene. And it was a love scene written in that script. And then when you watch the movie, when they're Murphy, still in the Eddie hotel. Plays, yeah. yeah, it got rewritten. And they still have the hotel scene. But all of a sudden, they're just sitting there talking about how good they were friends back in like high school or something. And I'm like, wait. Where did that scene go? And then there's a famous thing with Julia Roberts in The Pelican Brief. is a remake of a, a Frank Sinatra movie where there is like a very loving scene between the two people after being chased. And all of a sudden in The Pelican Brief, stars Denzel taking over the Frank Sinatra role, that scene is gone. Right. And then you have Will Smith movies like I, Robot, and there's like Bridget Monaghan who's the lead. And it's like, wait, why is he high fiving no, Bridget Monaghan? Yeah. There's he tries to kiss Charlize Theron in Hancock, and she throws him through a damn wall. Yeah. She does. She that throws literally him through a wall. She throws him through a wall. She didn't, she didn't come she kiss. Didn't, they she, didn't even get it. She, they don't even get the kiss. through a wall. A wall. We, had, we, we just reviewed Good Burger, <laughs> which is a silly kids film. <laughs> but uh, in that movie, Kel Mitchell, Carmen Electra is like seducing Kel. And when she goes to kiss him, Kel takes her and flips her over, which is a funny comedic moment, but it's like exactly the same. So anyway, this is why we do this world. It has nothing to do with that being the epitome of... No, to me, it's like it just shows like, and this is, I'm about to get real deep. I'm so sorry. This goes back to like, to me, the times of like Emmett Till, where it's like you, if you were a black man, you could not be seen with a white woman because that was against everything. So to me now in Hollywood, we still have this thing in movies of like, and I'm not, women are not property, women can do whatever they want, but it's that thing of like, we can have what you have, but don't you dare have what I have. Like, if you look at these movies, you have Zoe Saldana, Holly Berry. Think about it. When's the last time you've seen Zoe Saldana, Holly Berry, or Jennifer Lopez with a lead that was a minority? Like, their love interest was a minority lead. The wizard, Jennifer Lopez just had that movie, The Boy Next Door, white dude. Like, Holly Berry had the TV show, had number of movies, white dude. Mm. Zoe Saldana literally has not had a black love interest since Drumline. You know what I'm saying? And it's like this is the thing where it's like, I, and I love swirls. I think I think the moment people get to a point of like equality, we're good. But the thing is, we see these things where like women of color are always with these these handsome black, I mean white leads, but it's never vice versa. And here's the thing: we only got but so many who get studio pictures. We only got Denzel and Will. All right, Will can't get no love. Right. So Will's the so one. So we have to play the we have to play the music. We have the music. I gotta have him do it. You know what? Do we have the music? You know what? Don't even worry about it. I know what I'm going to do. And this one, y'all not going to like it because I don't like it, but it needs to be do you said. Wanna, you want us to, uh, oh, you, you want me to hum up. the music? Oh, is it playing? Oh, damn. We switched it up a little bit. All right, Gerard. All right. Somehow you're going to do a swirl for 12 years a slave. No, yep. don't worry. Don't mow. You will be powerful. This is a powerful one. This is a powerful one. I want to take it. I want to rewrite the movie a little bit. So everyone, remember back to the movie. Let's rewrite it. Let's rewrite the movie a little bit. That scene when Solomon comes back from the grocery store, Trust right? Way. He, go, he comes back from the grocery store, and like the 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 the, the wife who's already mad at Michael Fassman is like, "Oh, you're a learned man, aren't you?" And she knows it. She knows he's a he's he's an exceptional Negro, but she doesn't want to say it because she doesn't know how she feels about him yet, right? And the scene after that is Michael Fassman going in and taking taking Lapita out. Let's scratch that scene from the movie. Let's take Michael Fassman to. Doing terrible things to Lapita out the movie, right? Let's cut to another scene. Instead of Michael Fassbender coming through that door, it's the wife. The wife comes through the door. I she's actually like, thought that that was going to happen yeah, in the movie. You come through the door, the wife comes in. Solomon, I am sorry. I have these emotions. I don't know what to do. My husband's a horrible person. All right? I'm taking out anger on poor, <laughs> on poor Patsy. How do I, how do, what do we do? How do we release this? And mind you, we're in the slave house. Remember that. We're in the slave house. And she's like, you know what? 
I, w- I wish I wish I could, I wish I could I wish I could just let go of this energy. And he's oh like, my God. I'm pent up too. I'm pent up too. No. And you know what they do? They have that uh, you know that aggressive love making that when you haven't seen somebody for a long time, they just let everything out. All the other slaves are like, you go Solomon! Oh my God, no! Wait, why this no. way? <laughs> you go Solomon! No, no! no yes, they are. They're like, <laughs> but they you do this, Solomon. Go Solomon, go. go. No, no. In their head, they you just, know this? No, no. It's, it's in their head. They don't scream it. It's that, it's that thing where you see like your friend and like they have a beautiful like girlfriend and they're like, yes! <laughs> it's, it's that it's that silent yes but they and like know his name they, oh, they like know, know they know, they know, they know, like know he's smart you know what they say you know what they say man that was an exceptional negro <laughs> oh, okay. all right wow that actually fit into the movie though that actually fit come on man let's take out the lapita rape scene we don't want to see that no, that's let's true. take out a scene um, there's also a for in the movie. Oh, she, oh, he did get taken advantage of, didn't he? I felt it was. Wait, he what, wasn't, which but that part? Woman Remember wasn't early white. on with like the the woman um, when he was on the ship. The woman. It's a like, really wakes him random up. scene. She wakes him up that I, they show in the beginning of the movie, and you have no, there's zero context for it, and then it, you see it like very briefly. I think it was again. to show how harsh the situation was because she cried right after that. Like afterwards, like you you see her turn yeah. around and you hear her cries. So I'm mean, seeming like she was so desperate for like affection or a connection that oh, I see. she she wanted it, which is what would have happened if the, the the slave owner wives would have came in. She was like, I need a connection, Solomon, give it to me. Play the violin afterwards. That's what would have happened. Play the violin afterwards. <laughs> Michael Fassbender couldn't play the violin. Right. Could he? Couldn't. he couldn't play the violin. He couldn't play the violin. Solomon could play the violin. I can't. I can't argue with that. He couldn't right. play the violin. You thought wow. it was bad. That wasn't that bad. That no, made that sense. That made it, sense. What, it wasn't bad. And it, Do you have anything? It made sense. To add, James? Uh, no. Let me just check. I hate when he reads He's checking his notes. Let me just check my notes see if I have anything else. Can we just do yeah, the So, like, After Earth, though. Have you guys seen After Earth? Because if... Because... No, because, like... Cause, have we seen After Earth? Yeah, have you seen it? Because... No, because, like, think about how it connects to this movie. Please tell me. Okay. So, like, in After Earth... It, we're on Earth. It's a new time now, right? It's a different. It's what? A diff, it's it's different in the future, grounds. man. It's different grounds than these people are used to. You know, they're like they're strangers in this land. You know, uh, you are reaching, and they no, well, no. Listen, and they are enslaved by their inability to express their emotions. Yo, start the no, calls. No wait, no, because start the calls. <laughs> start the calls. No, because no. No, they're. Ins- Cool. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, now we're gonna no. We're gonna do some questions before the calls. I think so. Yeah. Oh wait, no. We do the calls. We do the first? calls. Let's do the calls. All right. All right. Wait. Don't we ask questions first? I think we ask questions first. All right. Cool. We gotta they because they're gonna give their opinions and then we're gonna give. And then oh, we're okay, gonna. Okay. That's we're gonna, gonna help us. Say. Okay. Got you. Got you. Okay. Uh. So. Where's NYU Carly? Yeah. Where's NYU Carly? Yeah. Wait. Do we have an extra mic? Oh, great. Okay, so, guys, if you have questions, we're going to come out to you now. If you have questions about the movie or about the podcast in general, things that we missed, something that you want to say, just raise your hand and we'll come to you and we'll answer them. But there's a stipulation. There's a stipulation. So you got to do one of three things before you can ask a question. You got to say whether or not you think this movie helps the cause or you have to say whether, whether or not this movie is better than After Earth. Or third, you that's can say... That's the easy way out. Yeah, that's the easy way out. Or third, you can tell us if there could have been a swirl and where would it have gone. 
Oh, God. Um, yeah. I like and, the, I like the move and, uh, <laughs> I like the move around. Just for those who don't know, we rate movies. The cause is more, le- uh, more leading actors of color in major motion pictures. We give it either a black fist, meaning it helped the cause, a white palm, meaning it was so-so, or nothing. Okay? That's the rating system. All right. Great. Take about like Does, three uh, questions. Anybody have questions, like three or questions or comments? Three? Or? Yeah, like three. Okay. Three wonderfully awesome yeah, yeah. questions. Right? Three. Oh. Or, you can say your name. Hi. Uh, oh. Jeremy. Uh, hey, Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. Hello. Watching your po- uh, listening to your podcast since Barbershop. Oh, <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks. oh man. Barbershop is... Well, that's that's a heavy one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first, I have to give it a white palm. White palm, okay. okay. Yeah, because I agree with Draw in that I'm just tired of seeing slave movies. I feel like in Hollywood, there's so What's many your favorite actors. slave movie? What's your favorite slave favorite movie? Slave movie. <laughs> We got what? a favorite. Why does he? What? He just said he's tired of seeing that. Why would he have a favorite? It's like, but I'm, he doesn't have a favorite one. He doesn't. Well, maybe like... he has a favorite one. That's why he's like this. They already did it. Great, and we don't need to see it's it not, again. Okay, it's not, okay. No, <laughs> movies like TV specials. It's like it's just a yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally, totally. History that's right. favorite. And it's just that to see a black actor get nominated for a role it has to be in some kind of like historically accurate black person. So like. We got Martin Luther King. Like, how many um, movies have about Martin Luther King? We got one about Malcolm X. There's mm-hmm. another one coming out about. We got um, Denzel and Training Day. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, a historically yeah. accurate yeah. film. No, I'm saying that's one that's not an. <laughs> oh yeah, I got you. I got you. Anyway. And another one coming out with um, I don't know. They said yeah. Is that the Nazi one? Yeah, where the with the sorry the Olympics and Nazi. Yeah, yeah, oh, race, 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 race. Yeah, race. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And cool. that's what that one's about. Yeah, I think this movie, um, I'm giving it a, a palm because the I think like it got best adapted screenplay. It helped yeah, one, yeah. everyone got out there. But I'm just tired of seeing, you know, I want there to be a movie where it doesn't have to be a black thing, where it has to be or oppression or slaves or anything like that. Where right. It can just be yeah. people. It makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, <laughs> cool. All, All right. You thank you. That was, I agree with you. I agree. That was that. Yeah. Because I'm like, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Breath of Nation's gonna get an Oscar nomination, and you know, you're gonna, y'all gonna say, "Can we review it?" And I'm gonna say, "Hell no, All I'm right. not watching no more slavery." I don't movies. know why. No, no more slavery <laughs> movies will be uh, watched yeah, by me. Dude, slavery, dude. slavery movie. You are so. <laughs> There's a show called The Underground coming out. It was about the Underground Railroad. Good lord. Wait, it's called, but it's For called real? The I Underground. Saw, I saw the trailer today. It's on PBS. It's called Underground. And the first thing is, the first thing the guy says is. This, it was like one of those behind the scenes. This is different from any other movie because we're fighting to escape. Oh, good lord! <laughs> All right, sorry. I'm. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. What's uh, your name? Uh, Steven friend was uh, friends with Jara. What's up, Steven? Hello. What's up? I'll give it uh, actually a fist. All right. Okay. I think um, you guys can't name more than five movies about slavery. That, that's <laughs> what I yeah. That's and what like, I was saying I in the beginning. Name like a lot of sports movies. Yeah, it's like I'm a sports movie, so I think it was good because I think this was probably the most realistic depiction of what it was and so that was what was so uncomfortable about watching it and i guess my comment is i think it was really emotional you did get to see him a lot emotionally there's one scene in particular where he um this thing the negro spiritual yes kind of break scene. that was I a think good that's the moment where you saw him break and that's that was a connected good scene. with the rest of the slaves because ah uh, yes yeah that so was a good scene they did look at him in awe a lot and then he kind of looked down upon them, but that was right. the one moment. That where was he the one realized, moment. Like they actually figured it out, right? Because I'm trying to be smart and try to figure this out, but they literally had to just look at God and say, "This is fucked." Yeah, yeah. Yes. And they had to sing along. So I think that was yeah. like the moment. And uh, quick thing, because I'll let pass it on. 
Um, I actually think the white savior worked in this case just because there's no other way he would have gotten free. No, it's true. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Gerard's mad at everything else. No, I agree. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He needed that, but it's just like. Also, it's what really happened in real life. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Uh, cool. Uh, what, can I just say real quick? Thank you for bringing up that scene and yeah, that moment because scene. I think that that moment is. I mean, I know we don't have time to talk about it, but that's a really powerful moment. That's the one moment that we wanted. That's the one that we were talking. Well, because about, it's where like it, shows it feels him it, relating to these other people. It also kind of feels like, at least for me, it was like, oh no, I, d- I, I almost don't want him to sing because it's like, oh, is he? Is the singing like an acceptance? But no, the singing is a. It's more of a, a like a re- release and it's like a, release, a yeah. and a fight and and he understands I, the purpose. It's of it. so beautiful. So thank you for bringing up that. Yeah. He said cool. it's kind of like the no 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 diaspora. no no. That's just for us. No no no. The listeners can never know. <laughs> Go ahead, tell no, them about the diaspora. Yeah, tell them, James. Great. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I'd like to remain anonymous. <laughs> that's, oh, man. Tessa, oh, that's so right weird. Now, we had quick. another live episode <laughs> where somebody remained anonymous. Tessa Sounded speaking. like you. All right. Well, sorry. Was okay. Um, so I don't know whether I'm a fist or a palm. I feel really conflicted, so I kind of want to speak to why I'm so conflicted. Um, Is this your comment? Yes. Then... You have to give something else if you're not going to give it a rating. Well, well, this is I'm telling you, my rating is confliction between Palm. I'm not going to fight with what her. What I'm saying is... Wait, no, yeah, wait, I'm wait. In terms fight. of our stipulation, Listen, let, her bring up, her. let her we, say why, and then maybe that's a question that we can help to answer. No, no, I agree yeah. that that's the question, but I'm saying we Ooh. get to say the question by saying something. So you can say something about, is it better than... Brelox, tell is it better than winning his battle. Is it better than After Earth? Is it better than... That shouldn't be the question. That's the question. Is it better than After Earth, or do you want to give it a swirl? Listen, I'm not giving I'm, it a swirl. Is it better than After Earth? <laughs> I'm not giving it a swirl. I gave it a swirl last time. Okay. Yeah. Is it so better than After Earth? It, you know it's better than After Earth. Okay. All right. All right. I James feel like we, we stepped into something that we wasn't ready for. Now, now I'm talking about my conflict. So the strength of the movie that I would want to give it a fist is because it's we get to see that there was a person who was a a free man and we get to see a little bit of that story and we get to see it through like this was written by Solomon like that's an, it's amazing to hear the story through the eyes of a black man right. you know and we get to see this we you know this is new to a lot of people this idea of a free man in that time so I think all of that is like powerful and gives fist and we get to see a lot of confusing moments like James talks about of like strength within slavery because we've seen so many stories of just like a, a quote unquote submissiveness within slavery for survival of course but um, my my like complication with that is that we get to see we get so confused about just like drossing we see so much of our like black history is in our slavery story and i feel like that's so confusing like what oh so much of black history is about slavery and we don't need to see it anymore it's like as if we would celebrate women's history and by celebrating women's history we would talk about all of the domestic violence and rape that happens to women it's like that's not the story of black history that's white history that's you know, that's not the story of women's history. That's the story of men's history. You know, we're, we're so confused around it. Right. Yeah. Right. And I feel like, so I feel like we don't need to see it anymore. And then I, so I get upset about it in this film because we see 
so much more emphasis. We had so much time watching her be whipped, and we had so much time in that violence. And we, I don't think that the world needs to see on screen any more of this like violence to the black body. Um, so then I don't want to give it a fist. Right. Yeah, cool. man. That, yeah. That, that's real. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. Uh, any, uh, up here? And while you call me running up the steps, yeah! (laughs) I was trying to get her a clap. Um, I understand all of the problems that people have with the movie, and it's nice hearing all of it because it's the first time that I've seen it. No, seen it and heard about the problems that people have towards the movie, but I give it a fist because um, I thought it was really interesting that you brought up that. The movie was really well received internationally. I watched the movie in Korea, right. which is where oh, wow. I'm from. Um, and the movie did so well, both critically acclaimed and um, I know the movie made a lot of mov- the movie made a lot of money in Korea um, because I think Korea is relatively a very homogenous country um, that's very collective in its mindset. And I think seeing this for the first time was really powerful for people over there. And I think for other nations who are so removed from this period of history um, Mm. in the U.S. And I thought it was really refreshing for me to hear how um, moved my people were. And, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, Great. Yeah. Sir in the front. Korea, that's (laughs) good. That's a good point. It did very well internationally. I'm going to give the movie a fist. All right. Oh, yeah. From a white man's point of view. (laughs) (laughs) When you spoke about, from Omaha, Nebraska, when you talked about, from your view, was the movie made, and as white people saw it, did it make them feel better? Because I'm not like that. Look at me. My feeling was, when I saw the movie, was embarrassment, Hmm. was sadness. As a white man, I'm thinking, how could any man do that to another man? Right. So I give it a fist because I thought... It shows how inhumane we can be to one another, and it makes me want to be better. That's a good point. That's a good I'm point. To, and I'm, I'm going to continue with that because man's inhumanity to man, and maybe you are tired of seeing slavery movies, and people are tired of seeing Holocaust movies. And the sadness is, is that if we don't keep reminding people of this inhumanity, that we all shared in, right? that we are doomed to repeat it. And some of the things that you say, and you talk about the Midwest, and the sad thing is, is that I've talked to black people in the Midwest, and they've said they'd rather be in the South, where it's open, it's not hidden, but sometimes people are, they're subversive about their racism right and that is something we need to address for sure because we need to look at every human being as the same as ourselves and how we would be treated and it's a crucial message that every the movie the movies sells that's why they made 150 million whatever they made you know it, it because it's sold but it really needs the story cannot be forgotten. Great. Uh, do we? Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna give it a palm just because, and I would love your opinion on. I just want to note something. 
You set a trend of nobody introducing your, their names. Sorry, I'm, I'm Mike. <laughs> Mike. I'm Mike, and I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it is your fault. Go ahead, it's your Mike. Fault. It's your fault, Mike. Um, uh, and I'm going to give it a palm, and I, I want your opinion on this, too. Uh, so with Brad Pitt's casting, and I, I know you've talked about it a little bit, yeah. uh, but don't you think that moment would have been so much cooler if it was some like a no-name actor? Because I think, for me, like when he comes on stage, I'm like, I mean on stage, on screen, I'm like, oh, damn, that's Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, like, totally. I forgot he was in this. And like that whole moment almost gets... Uh, like over overshadowed because he's just, Brad Pitt. Like, hey, it looks Brad Pitt's new facial hair. Or whatever. Yeah, and, uh, I agree. That's Hollywood yeah. too. I, I felt the same way about The Martian, where like Matt Damon was like the surprise cameo, yeah. and I was like, I, you I mean uh, oh, no, not The Martian? Mean, um, um, Interstellar. Interstellar. Yeah, he was in the. He was uh, a man trapped on a planet. In two movies, yeah. I, back to I that. mean, how does that happen? Like, well, but, but I was they, seriously like, I was like, you what? always got to save Matt Damon, save it, Prime Ryan. Got to save, save Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Got to save Matt. You Damon. always got to save Matt All Damon. Right. Um, I I agree as well. I wrote down the second it happened, like I'm suddenly watching a movie when Brad Pitt walks on. You know, like yeah. it was like I was like lost in it before, and then he's there, and it's like, oh, okay, all right. That's how um, I feel when Oprah's in a movie. It's like sometimes <laughs> no, but when, sometimes when I'm like when I watch something, I was like. Why is Oprah in this scene? But I think it's the thing of like, oh, to sell this movie. I mean, yeah, that's just that's a, yeah, movie. That's just what it is. All right, let's we have here because no one's here. gonna say no to Oprah. We go. We can get both. All right, all right, all right. Um, hi, my name is Io, um, and uh, I give the movie a fist um, because of something that Steve McQueen said actually. Um, who's, like, a director that I really admire. Um, and, like, an interviewer asked him, like, about the perception of the movie, like, something similar um, to what you guys were talking about, about how white people seem to, like, feel after the movie. And he said, like, while laughing, like, I don't make movies for white people. Um, <laughs> like, the discomfort and um, just, like, the raw nature of it... Um, like was all really intentional and just like wanted to tell the story as truthfully as possible. Like, um, and even like, uh, when James was talking about the scene where Simon is just like hanging, um, it's like so chilling and you just see the kids playing and it's like so reflective, um, just on like all the terrible things that are happening right now in our country, like people's bodies just being left in the street, like, and while the cops are there, like, examining it, and, like, the people of the community will, like, watch that happen. Like, it's really awful, um, but really moving that he chose to portray that uh, as much as he did, even though it's hard to watch. Um, but what really interested me as well was when you guys were talking about Eliza and how um, she's a character who is really, is, like, trying to hold on to her hope, um, mm. and she wasn't like, the actress who played her um, wasn't really recognized for that. Um, and it made me think of Viola Davis in Doubt, if you guys yeah, of course, that. Yeah, um, Because, like, she was, nominated she was in the movie too. for, like, eight and a half seconds. And she was nominated for an Oscar. And um, that's, like, not the real time. Yeah. But no, like, she was nominated. It was um, 12 minutes. 12 minutes of full screen yeah, time. in, like, a full-length right. movie. Yeah, full and, screen time. Um which happens. Which happens. <laughs> Happened to Robert De Niro and um, uh, the Godfather yeah. part. And Anthony Hopkins won Best Actor for being in the film for like what, thirteen but, minutes? Yeah, it's so 16? short. Yeah. He doesn't blink, which is kind of cool. Anyways, <laughs> but, um, so yeah, that that's like an interesting sort of like 
thing that I was thinking about, and I yeah. don't really have an answer right. to it. Um, and like, part of me just wonders if it's like the politics of it, and if they were like, "Listen, like, we have one slave movie, and we have one really good actress, so like, we can only pick one to like lobby for." Like, yeah, that, mm-hmm. that process, is part of it. which like yeah. stinks, but um, I don't know. That's just cool. something that I was like. All right, about. thank you. Yes. Let's get, let's get one more win this thing. Yeah. Um, I'm CJ. Hey, CJ. Hi. <laughs> I'm going to give the movie a fist because if the cause is more leading black actors of color in Hollywood, then I think from this movie, even though Chiwetel was in stuff before this, he really popped after this movie. Hmm. And Lupita, even though they CGI'd the hell out of her in Star Wars, she really popped after this movie. And so if the cause is just more leading people of color in major motion pictures, then I think this movie achieved that. So is Lupita the lead in Star Wars? She's not the lead. All right, wait, hold on one second, though. But she's in Star Wars. What's the what's what's movie with Tattel that came after 12 Years oh, Slave where he's the lead? Oh, shit. Uh, he's, got, he's got one coming. He's, he's got, got one coming? coming? All right, cool. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, y'all. I'm just saying, we got we to gotta make sure we know what's happening. Um, Who was the lead of The Martian, which Tattel Age of Four was in? Oh, but first off, he was uh, brown cast. Was, he was brown. He was brown. It's true. He was brown cast. Because that movie. role was, it was an Asian in the book. Right? Uh, was it Indian. Indian. Indian? Indian. Oh, they're yeah. trying to set him up. Oh, you know what they did? They were like, like "No, nah, I'm playing with y'all." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, You're, yeah, yeah. I, they still yeah. could have had him in there. Yeah. So I just I have one quick comment. Go ahead. You guys talked about uh, Zoe Saldana not having another having a male of color as her love interest mm-hmm. in the movie since Drumline. We see the same thing with black men. When's the last time Denzel or Will had a woman of color as their love interest? Well, De- well Denzel, Denzel has, like, he had, he had, I mean, Flight, he had, what, this is the thing, woman of color, like, are we not including um, Latinas? Because, like, I mean, he had, like, Denzel yeah. had uh, he Paula Patton, he had Training Eva Mendes, Eva Mendes, he had Eva Mendes twice, technically. Yeah. Um, Sonia Lathan was in Deja Vu, Will Smith. Last time they had, they had a dark-skinned woman. See that—that that is the question you should be asking. Yeah. That is the question because how many how many dark-skinned women do we have in Hollywood? Period. Because mm-hmm. they could, technically people made it like when Lapita came out, they were like, "Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful her skin." I'm like, "Yeah, black women <laughs> that have darker pigment <laughs> have <are> existed. <laughs> like, they've been beautiful. People made it like they were like she was some foreign creature that no one had ever seen before. And it's like <laughs> no, but it's like people it's are like, true. "Oh my god." And thing is, right now, so when you bring it up, I do think complexion sometimes matters because. I mean, we got Lapita. I mean, we have Viola Davis, who is literally and make sure she makes sure you know that she's a dark skinned woman who's older. But outside of them, uh, uh, there are people, but they're not. Um, um, they're not. Yeah, but lead. it's not they're like rarely they're, ever the lead. They're not the talk of the town. Yeah, uh, I mean Pam Greer. Well, I don't know. Um, no, 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 no. That's a, see that that's a good question because like we don't have many. Because I feel like complexion matters. I mean, the thing is, if it was a Tyler Perry movie, it's a dark skinned dude. He gonna beat a woman in it. He ain't gonna save the day. Like, he sure ain't going to save the day if it's a Tyler Perry movie. And that's a black dude. So, like, what are we saying? All right. Sorry, we got to do the cause? Yeah, Sorry. we got to do the cause. All right. All right. <laughs> we've, been here, we've been talking about slavery for two hours. Yeah. All right. All right, let's do this cause. All right. Who wants to go first? No, we got we to do it. Are we going? One, all right, one, that's two, right. Three. I'm sorry. Can I get a, can I get an extra second? Yeah, can we get, can this be a, can can this be a, a four-second countdown? Yeah, can you do a four? All right, I'll do a four-second right. countdown. Cool, 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 cool. I'm going to close my eyes. All right. right. Me I too. Know, I know what's happening. Four. Three. Hold on. Wait. 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 Do we go on one, or are we gonna go after one? Let's go after. I think one. it's like one, and then we put okay, our. Okay. okay. Right, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. Four, three, two, one. 
All right. That's fair. That's fair. We got two black Ooh. fists and a white palm. Oh, I was scared. I know. I gave it. Gerard I did gave it. it a fist. Why'd you give it a palm, Bray? Why did? I? No, you go first. You gave it a fist. You been crapping on this movie the entire episode. <laughs> what is my thing about the movie? And yes, everyone knows I don't like the movie. But the whole point of the cause is not whether you like the movie or not. Whether it helps get more leading people, um, people of color, in a film. Mm-hmm. The tricky part is, is that I don't think Lupita has led a movie. Like since, and I don't think she's um, only been in Star Wars. Yeah, and I don't think um, has he. Has she's he, leading on Broadway though. Yeah, right? but has has Eclipse? Edge of Four, like Edge of Four hasn't Edge. Like he hasn't. It depends one. if you consider he's in a movie. It's Z like Zachariah? a post-apocalyptic Z movie. Z for Zachariah. Z for Zachariah. But he's not the lead. I mean, it's what arguable. is my thing? I know that they 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 didn't like lead the movies per like per se, but I think the fact that like Lapita bought like attention to dark-skinned black women, she won an Oscar. It was like a great thing, right? Hopefully Hollywood catches up and like I know she's buying her own scripts to put herself in movies, but that was a good thing. Steve McQueen, this movie won Best Picture, was directed by a black person, written by a black man. Um, technically, it was adapted by a black man, <laughs> written by a black man who was a slave at the time. Um, <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, and, and honestly, your answer is what said it. When you said that it wasn't like, oh, I'm happy I'm not them, it was like almost like embarrassment, almost like to me, like okay, then it did do something, right? Well, not no matter, like I felt happy while watching it. At least it did something, you know. And to, no, for, for a white man to say I want to do better, I can't. I can't. That movie won. Like the movie's like yes, that that's what we need right there. You know what I'm saying? You need people to say I want to do better. I want people to be like I. I don't know. It won. I don't know how to explain, it, but it won. I, yeah, I hear saying. Yeah, I uh, I struggled with what I was going to give it. I didn't know. Um, and it had a lot to do with everyone's comments. Like everyone's comments was like, you know, some people were for it, some people weren't. But I think I'm definitely leaning on what my man here said and what CJ was saying. Uh, just because like the, the all of the the heat that was behind uh, uh, Chibatel and Lapita after this, you know, um, and this being Lapita's first on screen, right? And then also just the number of 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 black people in this movie that get, you know, that just get moments and get time. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Chris, Chris Chalk and like, he's in it for, you know, he's the, he plays Clemens in the beginning of it. And just like that, I think that that's great. Um, and also thinking about, you know, what Steven was saying about how, like, maybe I can't name other <laughs> black slave movies, you know? So like, and, and, and just how I felt, how conflicted I felt watching this movie and the way that this movie made me think. Um, I think it deserves a fist for that. Cool. Why did I end? I shouldn't end. <laughs> Why? You, you ended it with well, a palm. Here, but, so this is the reason I gave it a palm. And I, I mean, it's, we, some of the people here had kind of expressed the reason that we did throughout the podcast. But here, there's a couple things. One, you're right. We haven't seen – there aren't that many slave movies. I brought that point up myself. And that being said, I think – uh, we had somebody say as well the reason that we haven't seen a lot of we haven't seen a lot of slave movies but slavery has been taught we have specials about it we have tv movies about it we it's constantly in the our mind and we got two it TV is shows we are reminded that. constantly of like we you you know black people used to be slaves right and there is a point where it's like you know what like white people used to be slaves you know like, white people, there are slaves still today. You know what I mean? There are slaves in the world right now. Like, slavery is a human problem. 
It is a, and there is a time in our country where slavery was directed exactly towards black people and, and, and set up in this way. There are all these laws set up so that uh, if you were like, if you had one drop of black blood in you, you were considered black and therefore you had to be segregated and all this stuff, right? That being said, it's like we're moving away from that and I, and I, I don't want it to be like the only time we get to see a black story is about the struggle of coming out of slavery. You know what I mean? Like, and, and so, yes, to tell Ijafor maybe got some heat, but you know who got, or Lupita's going to get heat? Yeah, but you know who got heat from Amistad? You know, Jijima uh, Hansu? Is he the lead in movies? No, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, heat comes, but then it starts to go away. And like, the next time he got another supporting actor role was for, was for Blood Diamond, you know? He didn't win that. But like, it was still a supporting role where Leo was the lead. And it, I, I don't know how much these films really help out the careers of the actor. It definitely helps them out, obviously. You, you can't say it doesn't, but I don't know how far it gets them because I think the industry as a whole still is like, look, if you want to do a movie with a black lead, like, it's probably going to do better if it's about the struggle in some way. You know what I mean? And, and like we were saying in the beginning, we want to move past that. That's kind of one of the things that we started this podcast with. Um, and also, I, I, love that, I love that there are people who watch. And of course, there are probably many, many, many people. The fact that it did well internationally is so great. That's why I'm not giving it nothing. You know what I mean? Like There are things that this movie did that were great. But I do think one of the main problems that um, the woman down uh, front said is that we have people who are still don't realize the racism. You know what I mean? They, they don't realize it's subconscious. It's unbiased. They don't understand that. And I, th- I really do think that people watch this movie. It's, I don't think it's the intent of Steve McQueen, but I think people watch this movie and they go, yes, it was that bad and it no longer is like that. Because I read Facebook comments every day that is like this when people, a hashtag Black Lives Matter comes out and people say all lives matter. All lives matter. Why? It's like, why are you saying black lives matter? All lives matter. You don't, you don't get it. You know what I mean? They, want it. they think racism is over because slavery is over. There's no segregation. Civil rights happen. Obama's president. Boom, boom. It's over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. People legitimately think this way. And it's like, yes, do we need reminders of slavery? Maybe. But we also need reminders of today of like, like there, are stu- there are stuff that happens that's so systematic. You know what I mean? Like you can be racist without thinking in your mind black people should be slaves. You know? So that's why I gave it a, that's why I gave it a white pop. All right? Is that okay with you? You said a lot. I'm catching up. Yeah. <laughs> give, me, give me a second. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, no, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah it's cool. It, We're not, I'm not going to argue your... Yeah, all right, yeah. it's okay. All right, man. <laughs> no, you're, okay. you're not going to argue your call. Right, your, right, that's right, your right, answer right, for the right, cause. Yeah, man, that makes sense. I'm just tired. Can we just... Next time we have a live show, can we come back anyway you and do a movie where, like, there's a black female lead and she's, like, a president or something? I'm just tired <laughs> of seeing, like... Does that, mo- like wait, does that wait, movie? Wait, does that movie exist? Fuck some. What's NYU right? Somebody write it real quick. <laughs> like, that's come true, on, man. That's true. That's true. I'm just tired. Concussion is. Yep. Yep. Wait, let's not, let's not talk about concussion though, real quick. Let's not. No, talk no, about no, no. Concussion, concussion. Concussion. No, but yeah. Yeah, but the thing about concussion too. It got. Will Smith is concussion a good movie? Shut up. Shut. Up. <laughs> oh, is that the next one? It's a, it's a questionable one. But the thing is, Will Smith didn't get a nomination, and he plays a brilliant. The movie who's did nothing. To help got out. A nomination from concussion. He tried to help out. Uh, I said he was great in it, but I he, mean, I don't know if know. it deserved it, but no, nothing got nomination from, for concussion. Um, so no, he got no, he nothing. didn't, didn't get nominated. That's what I'm saying. He didn't get he a SAG nomination. He wasn't either. a drug he wasn't dealer. Celebrated. He was trying to save. The, listen, you that's know. what that's what we're talking about. So all right. 
I think we shouldn't do a slave movie for another three years, twelve years, maybe. <laughs> um, I see what you did there, and I, I hate them. it. I literally All right. hate it. Uh, but thank y'all for coming thank out. Thank you guys though. for coming out. Thank you for hanging out. We appreciate out. it. Woo! Uh, is there anything we want to plug? There's a there's a sketch show that all three of us are in. That it's what is it? February eleventh. Uh, February eleventh. So this 11th. Thursday. This Thursday for those of you uh, here in this audience. <laughs> this Thursday. This Thursday at eight p.m. at UCB Theater. Chelsea. And Friday the 26th at 7.30. Friday the 26th. It's called Astronomy Club, A Journey Through Black History. Uh, it's a fun sketch show. Come check it out if you want. Otherwise, Guess what it's about. It's about black history. Right? <laughs> hey, now you're realizing that titles mean the thing. That's in- yeah, I mean, okay, whatever, man. <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank we'll you. All right, guys, it's time for some plugs. Uh, thank you for listening to that 12, 12 years. <laughs> yeah, that that wonderful. Woo! Okay. Dude, James cursed at me, y'all. I did. And let me just say this. Can I say this? Jerome, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, no, really? I loved it. I, I mean, I, it was I, I was so mad. I, you were so mad. I was so mad. It was like, <laughs> it was too much. It Listen, was too much. <laughs> uh, follow us. At Black Men Podcast on Twitter and yep. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Men Can't Jump, Black Men Podcast or whatever on Facebook. I don't. I it's it's Black Men Podcast. Black Men Podcast on, on Facebook. Facebook too. On Facebook, yeah, yeah. So if you if if you do at Black Men Podcast, you'll find our page, which is Black Men Can't Great. Jump. Great. Uh, some shout out, man. Where, where we got? We got listeners from Australia. Yeah, we, got, we, got Yo, we on every continent. Yeah, Australia. Every continent. Bop, and then. Bop, bop. Was it who is from? Because somebody from Korea, and then but somebody it was from two people. It was two people from Australia. Uh, yeah, but then there was somebody else who was also listening from Asia. I think India. I don't remember. I don't know. Man, we on every continent. We on every continent, y'all. If you live somewhere, no, honestly, just tweet us where you live. Just tell us where you just live. Tell us where you live. We just tell them. us your home, address, um, tell us your home address. Tell us your home address. Your home address. Uh, tell anyway, us if we have a couch that we can stay on if we ever come to your yeah, town. Exactly. Actually, please tell us that. Yo, if you live in Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We are coming to South by Southwest. Part of that headgum. I think we plugged this already, but I'm plugging it again. Plug it every time till we get it. South by Southwest, March 11th at the North Door venue, 3 p.m. Is it 3.30 or 3 p.m.? 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Let's say 3 p.m. Tickets are $20. You can go to blackmen.podcast. Uh, I mean, sorry. God. Blackmenpodcast.squarespace.com mm-hmm. or my website, johnbraylock.com. Yeah, or you can check out headgum.com. They got all that stuff up there, too, because it's going to be us, two other wonderful podcasts, doing wonderful, funny things. Yeah. yeah. She didn't text back. We said last time it was... Uh, oh, what did we call it? I don't know. We, it's The podcast is called She Didn't Text Back and John Gabriel says High and Mighty. Also, follow me on Twitter at John Braylock, J O N B R A Y L O C K, and Instagram. Uh, and I already plugged my website. And go watch How to Be Single. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, oh. uh, John is in that movie, and he gets like, one of the biggest single. laugh lines. Somebody tweeted at me, and they were like, they just quoted my line. And I was like, thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, bro. I mean, that laugh line killed. Yes. Thank Braylock you. killed, y'all. Thank you. Uh, what you got to plug? You, uh, 
You going F- after that? Follow me. Yeah, well, I got to. Oh, okay. I don't have a movie. Uh, I would have just waited <laughs> a minute or two. Just wait, just wait a full minute of silence after he plugs his movie. I would have waited that. No, that's fine. Uh, James Third Comedy on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, jamesthirdcomedy.com. Um, also, we are doing uh, a show at UCB East on Saturday uh, at what time is it? Um, Saturday, February 20th at 7 p.m. Saturday, February 20th at 7 p.m. So if you're listening to this on Friday, if you're listening to this on Saturday, please come out to the show. Uh, it's at uh, UCB East. We're doing East some Village. improv. Doing a solid improv, y'all. Yes. To rob what you get. I ain't plugging nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then I'll plug, I guess. Astronomy Clubs presents A Journey Through Black oh, yeah. History. You yeah. want to plug it? I forgot when it's it is. It's Friday. Oh, God. It's, it's Friday, Friday, February 26th, <laughs> Friday, February 7.30 p.m. Used to be Chelsea. Hey, wait, yeah, no, yeah, and then we got two dates in March, right? Yes, two dates in March. What are those dates? Those dates are... I know y'all can't leave me to do important dates. <laughs> I always forget. I'm sorry. <laughs> those dates are March 14th at 8 p.m. And I don't have the second date. Is that your birth- when is your birthday, James? My birthday is March 2nd. And then here oh. is the here's the announcement too. <laughs> These plugs are so weird. <laughs> I know this is a lot. <laughs> if people get through all this, I congratulate you. <laughs> well, here's the thing: if you're on Snapchat, oh, oh, this week or next week, we got coming out a couple of videos, uh, uh, a series. Uh, thank you, Black people. Yep, on Comedy Central's Snapchat channel. Yes, yep. baby. That's right, Comedy Central's Snapchat channel. If you don't have Snapchat, go download it and then figure out how to use it. It'll take you a long time. If you are I like still me, don't know. I still don't know. <laughs> if you're a younger listener, you're like, you guys are mad old. What you talking about is so easy. And I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's mad easy. I'm on Snapchat right now, and I'm and I'm amazing at it. How so many it only exists. <laughs> For like 24 hours, the videos. Yeah. So yes. we don't know exactly what days are coming out, but that means you have to listen. Yeah. You have to watch. Yeah, we'll, be just, we'll be tweeting. Like Once Central. we know, we'll let you know. But yeah. yeah, it'll be great. Watch it. Let us know how awesome it is. Tweet at Comedy Central so they know how awesome yes, it is. Yes, tweet at Comedy Central. Tweet at Comedy Central. Let them know how awesome it is. Say, we want more of this. Yeah. Definitely do that. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Tweet at them and be like, hey, if you don't, if you don't make more of these, we're going you know, to stop. <laughs> All right. And next week, we are reviewing the... Well, actually, no. We're not reviewing a film. Man, next week is the Oscars, y'all. We're going to do a special Oscar episode. And we got a special guest. We who, can't tell you who it is. Though. Oh, we can't tell you? Yeah, we can't tell you who it is. It's we can't tell who it is, Oh, it's though. a secret? Okay. It's but a secret. It's a returning guest. It's a returning guest. Uh, we can tell you that. And it's a lady, too. And it's a lady. Ooh, yeah. So that narrows it down to two people. And there's a down to <laughs> One of Yo, by the way, we're trying to get ladies. They just... It's, hard. it's you know so hard. We are. We have why? asked so many ladies, and they all say yes, but the schedules aren't schedules working out. Schedules aren't working out because, you know, they 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 doing their thing. They're balling. Yo, ladies are tearing it up, running the world. Oh, yeah. We got to give a shot. To our past well? guest, uh, Natasha Rothwell, who has a Netflix show coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. characters. This is the longest plugs of all time. Yeah, it really is. Next How- week, we're doing a special Oscars episode. We are going to break down Oscars so white. It is going to be legit. <laughs> I'm so excited for it's it. It's going to be too I'm legit. Sc- I'm, to nervous. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm so excited for it. I can't uh, wait. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>